Hello, my name is Logan. Welcome to another episode of Spotlight, putting the eagle eye on those doing amazing work in the community. Now, at the time of recording this, our 50-50 for mental health is on. Uh, It's a 50-50 brought to you by Black Diamond Drywall. Uh, We're hoping to get some funds for the Headstrong program. Of course, you know, 50% going there and 50% going to the winner. If this is still on when you are listening to this, highly recommend getting some tickets. If not, I recommend checking out the Headstrong program. And that's exactly what we're talking about here today. Headstrong. It's a part of Baby It's Cold Outside, a charity here in the foothills. Now, this was created by Pamela Morgan. She is the co-founder, executive director. She's an incredible lady. Uh, but we'll be talking with her later. Our conversation today is with a brown and Connie Jacob. Now, these are two incredibly charismatic, just energetic people. I love the energy that they bring. So let's get to it. They're talking about Headstrong. It's a new program right here in the foothills, and it's Spotlight. Hey, Connie, thank you, first of all, for you know taking the time, joining me. Thank you for the work that you've been putting into this uh, this whole Headstrong thing that we're going to dive into. Um, but before we, we get into it, I'd love to know kind of what your roles are in Headstrong and how you kind of came into it. So, uh, Connie, you're the, the big one on my screen right now, so I, I'll, I'll kick off with you. Uh, Connie, just first of all, tell us a bit about you and how you got involved with this. Well, um, we we know Pamela Morgan, and if anyone knows her, I mean, she's pretty infectious, and she just she sucked me into the cause of caring about the one, um, caring about rural entrepreneurs, and you know, honestly, I don't want to speak for Abe, but for myself, I, you know, when you hear her compelling vision, you can't help but not want to get on board. Absolutely. And so, what is uh, what is your role with uh, with this uh, with Headstrong? Uh, mostly it's going to be uh, delivering workshops, uh, one-on-one coachings, providing support for rural entrepreneurs who are maybe experiencing the feelings of COVID and just their mental health. Absolutely. Yeah. And how about yourself there, Abe? How'd you, how'd you get involved with this through Pamela somehow? (laughs) Yeah. It's the funniest thing because we were, we were sort of um, actually Con and I were, we did an event because we work with a company uh, that is focused on workplace mental health. And Pam uh, happened to show up there. And this was literally like days before the lockdown in March of 2020, which is which is really cool. And we had met in passing, but never really had a conversation. So she came to the event, uh, you know, it was a full house that day. It was at the ATB Entrepreneur Center in Martelouk in Calgary. And, uh, and then we ended up talking after. And then like days later, the lockdown happened and, and Pam, because her heart is as big as, you know, the mountains, um, she knew that that a, a group of people uh, in Okotoks, particularly uh, the Okotoks on entrepreneurial community would need some extra support. So she started opening up some doors for us to come in and do these group coaching sessions with um, business owners, um, you know, community leaders, um, you know, employees, just regular people. Because right off the bat, she was concerned that this pandemic was going to impact people, not just physically, but with respect to mental health. And then that just kicked off this relationship with, uh, with so many uh, other sort of applications. And so when the, the funding opportunity came up with the province of Alberta, it was sort of like it was just like it's natural sort of fit. Like, why don't we apply together? Obviously, Pamela 
is the uh, CEO of, of this incredible charity, Baby It's Cold Outside. And so the, the alignment just seemed to work really well. And so we've got nothing but great things to say about Pamela. But, but you know, the, the interesting lens on this is rural mental health and particularly the mental health of uh, small and medium-sized businesses and entrepreneurs. And, and that's uh, something that we saw right away was it was an immediate hit on those the small and medium. Uh, you know, things were getting locked down. Businesses were closing. People weren't allowed to go into their shops. And, and you touched on something there. Yes, it is a physical, uh, you know, a thing that's happening around the world. But it, it's, it's affecting mental, I think, maybe on a, a greater scale than we think. And we, you know, imagine. So it's uh, it's it's really cool that this was almost in the works beforehand. And, and, and unfortunate, you know, the route that 2020 took. But I'm so glad that, uh, you know, the, the road was already being built a little bit. So it, it must have helped <laughs> there. Um, yeah, I'd love to know, you know, right off the bat, what it took. You mentioned grants, um, you know, the government helping out quite a bit. So what was it like getting this off the ground right off the bat? Well, I think, you know, I mean, you know, when you're working with government, you know, there's there's always um, a lot of processes that you go through. And of course, we respect that, you know, we're, we're taxpayers, too, um, you know, but what, what we have been so impressed with in our government, and this is both at the political level and the bureaucracy is, you know, these folks care about the mental health of Albertans. Now, you may or may not love the politics and you may or may not love the parties, but they they all to uh, uh, everyone said, hey, we need to make this happen. And uh, what, what's it going to take to figure out what that looks like? So that's been huge. And, uh, and then honestly, in, in Highwood, which is the, the constituency, as you know, in Okotoks and in the surrounding communities, the support from uh, folks has just been, I'm going to say, profound. Because again, you know, mental health in rural communities is, is sort of this little dark secret, right? It, it's kind of like no one talks about it because everybody knows each other's business. And so I don't want to talk about it because I know if somebody knows, then everybody knows. And, and so we, we kind of hide it. Uh, we feel a little stigma. Maybe we're embarrassed. A lot of the time, you know, the, the, the mindset, you know, of independence and uh, self-made men, self-made women. And that's all cool. But, you know, mental health, you need other people. And so, you know, it's been great to see the support of the community as well. So, yeah, we, it's just been it's been great. But a lot of logistics, a lot of behind the scenes. And uh, a lot of conversations, that's for sure. Absolutely. And wow, uh, it, you're, you're building something that is much needed here. Because like you had mentioned, there's still a massive stigma around it, a, a, just a feeling around it. And I guess it, making it as easy as possible for people to come out and reach out and get help is, is fantastic. So let's, let's talk about Headstrong a little bit here. Um, so is, is it as easy as, you know, someone kind of just gets in touch with you and things can start getting better? Or what, is, uh, what does it look like as a person who maybe, you know, is looking for the resources? How is Headstrong there to support me? Well, the best place to start is the website. Cool. It, it's up and running. And, and then there's just a very simple intake process. I mean, obviously, there's questions that need to be filled out. We need to know a little bit about people. But really the idea um, that we're really trying to break down is this idea of creating accessible mental health. You know, people can get it right away. They just go to a website, they just download an application form and they just send it in and then it's immediate um, instead of having to wait. Cause that is one of the barriers of mental health is having to wait or having a complex 
intake um, process to getting help. And so we're just trying to simplify that as much as possible. And I'm, I'm sure cost is a huge thing for people as well. There is still a massive barrier with cost when it comes to mental health services. And so what it, you're trying to offer something that is approachable and affordable, I guess, as well, hey? Yeah, I mean, you know, that, again, you know, hats off to the government of Alberta because they basically stepped up and, and there were some private contributions for sure, but they funded the bulk of this and that's just amazing. And, uh, and so there's literally no cost to the user. You know, like Connie said, you pick up the phone, you send an email, you fill out a form on the website uh, and you're, you're in. And, and, uh, and, and we want to make this as accessible as possible. Obviously, there's no restrictions around gender or uh, income level or anything. We're just sort of saying wh- whatever your need, whatever your age, whatever you're going through, uh, reach out. And, uh, you know, I, I think that it's also important, and, and Connie mentioned this too, but, but I'll, I'll emphasize that, that for some folks, that looks like one-on-one, right? So, you know, through Zoom and the very safe ways, um, you know, or not, maybe people don't like the video, so then it can just be a phone call. But also um, sort of group coaching uh, and, and sort of, uh, you know, support sessions, right, where, you know, others may be more comfortable hopping on kind of a mini workshop where then it, it evolves into a discussion about something like managing stress or the epidemic of suicide in rural communities or things like that, where now I can have safe conversations. Um, again, I can use my video or not. It doesn't really matter to us as facilitators. We're just there whatever way you want to be supported. But again, some like one-on-one and some prefer the group and, and let's just uh, take care of everyone. That's, that's incredible. Um, and so I, in chatting with, you know, Pamela a little bit, I, uh, she, she had brought up that, you know, you hope that this is kind of the building blocks for something bigger as well, something that might be able to help more than just the foothills. But I mean, right now it's, it's focusing on the foothills, but uh, is, is that something that you're hoping to, to do is, is make this bigger, make this a, uh, you know, paving the road for other people and other headstrong groups and movements across uh, Canada? I would say absolutely. I mean, I love Pamela's concept of starting with one person. You know, we <laughs> often down, downplay how the ripple effect of one. But, you know, we've, we've found that rural communities are often forgotten. We think of cities. We think of communities within cities. We, and, and really, I mean, I haven't found in my Google research a whole lot of mental health specifically for rural entrepreneurs. And so there is such a need for this across Canada. Um, Abe was sharing with us an article that was highlighting rural entrepreneurs or rural folks in, in Ontario, these men and the rise of suicide among these men. And that's when I was really hit by the need. And it's not just here. It is across our nation. You know, I think we have like, you know, we have a, we have another, I think what a lot of people are waking up to is that we have this one pandemic called COVID and that's where the primary, primary focus of our public health and governments have been fixated on at all costs. Let's eradicate COVID. Prior to COVID, there was an emerging mental health epidemic that was actually being well-documented, particularly among small and medium-sized businesses and entrepreneurs. And And then on top of that, you look at Alberta and you look at everything we've been through, right, from from floods to complete economic devastation to, you know, global shifts in terms of how how business flows and pipelines and on and on and on. 
And, and then on top of that comes COVID. <laughs> so we are really at a tipping point. But, you know, I think what you're saying, and, and that's why we want to go further with this, is because Alberta's not unique, right? If you go to every region of the country, they've had similar issues. They, they have similar challenges around mental health. And again, because of stigma, you know, I think a lot of people aren't talking about it. You know, it's funny because if you think, you know, I don't know, you're in a room and you're the only one who's ever wrestled with alcohol, then you're going to feel all kinds of shame. But all of a sudden, one person, all it takes is one person who says, you know, I've wrestled with that too. And all of a sudden, the shame goes down and you feel like, hey, you're connected. And uh, we're not really talking here about clinical issues. Like if someone has clinical depression or, you know, clinical anxiety or clinical psychosis, well, they, they obviously need to work with a clinician. But there's a lot more sort of resiliency type work that we can do to help people manage the day-to-day stress because that day-to-day stress that doesn't get treated actually does then compound into something that becomes really quite difficult. So, you know, I I think, yeah, we'd love to see this uh, reach right across the country in lots of different forms. And there's so much diversity in Canada. We could see it, you know, manifesting differently based on the community, right? Based on uh, you know, the, the demographic profile of that community in ways that really serve the community best. But it, it starts here. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it, start, it starts here. So you're, you're, you're building something and putting something here that, uh, you know, can benefit Canada. So, I, I mean, the, the two brains that are in front of me, only two brains of, of many, um, but uh, you're starting something really cool. So again, thank you for, for sharing and, and moving me a little bit with your, uh, your, your, words there um both very infectious both of you um, you. um so i would love to know you know who is who's involved other than just uh, yourself there abe connie uh, pamela obviously a big uh part of this but is there anybody else involved with this uh with the uh, with headstrong we so in terms of like service provision you yeah. know the delivery of the coaching and the workshops and all of that essentially it's it's connie myself pamela will be involved and then we have a couple other members on on our team at Wellness Innovate, who will also support and help. Cool. But we like to think, you know, the team is the whole community. And honestly, thank you, right? And and your, uh, you know, organization and, uh, you know, partners in government and, and at the community level, at the provincial level, because, you know, we're not out here saying we're the experts. We're saying we're, we're noticing there's a challenge. Let's work on it together. So we, uh, we think anyone who can spread the word would be so appreciated because, I guarantee you, if you're listening to this right now, you are impacted without a doubt by somebody's mental health challenge, and it may even be your own, and that's okay, right? There's no no shame in that, not even for one second. Absolutely, and, and I guess that leads right into my next one here is, is if we wanted to support, if we wanted to be a part of this solution that uh, to something that we see just growing and growing and growing, how can we get involved with you? Are there different ways that we can support you? Obviously, financially is, is a big one, but are there other ways? Um, how, how can people get involved with this movement that's happening? I do think that just getting the word out. So one of the barriers with mental health in general is, is getting people to a point where they feel safe enough to even attend a group session on Zoom. You know, just showing up in a room means that, you know, either you're admitting that there's something going on or you're there for somebody else. And like Abe mentioned, there's sometimes there's a little bit of shame there. And so sometimes that personal touch of, hey, will you come with me 
to this to this session or may, let's do this together connection is such an incredible igniter and and fighter against mental illness and so when people join together and say let's do it together um, and not do this alone and get the word out we can actually make a difference but when it's all hidden and secret emails and secret code messages and and smoke signals to try to get people's attention with with what's going on I mean this is the problem right here and so that is the number one way Every single person, no matter how old or young, no matter what demographic, everyone can be involved with being a part of being a community collaborative to, you know, kick mental illness and all of this, this um, repercussions that COVID has brought in the butt. Absolutely. Wow. That was very well said. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, just sharing the message, you know, chatting with people, uh, helping them get involved with, uh, you know, groups of stuff that you have going on. Um, absolutely. And so the, obviously your website, big one for getting in touch. Uh, I see you guys uh, have a Facebook. Do you have any other socials that uh, people, if they, you know, it's, it's worth be having all of these groups on your page because then you start seeing that in your feed and it's not it's no, no longer just angry stuff. You, you start seeing more and more positive things. And so and it's groups like uh, you that I think everybody should be following and liking. So how can we see more of this good stuff that you're sharing and, and promoting? Yeah. So I think, uh, and thanks for that, by the way, I think if you, if you're looking at the website, then I would suggest people just go to headstrongprogram.com and of course, there is all of the information um, uh, that sort of gives a, a nice description of, uh, you know, everything that we're offering. And then on Facebook, we do have a page and it's literally just called Headstrong, all one word. And, uh, and, and the same on Instagram as well. And so we just encourage people to follow us. We're, we're doing um, things like weekly uh, interviews and, and webinars. We're posting content quite a bit around mental health education uh, destigmatization, that kind of thing. And so, you know, folks can just sort of tap in and watch us from a distance before maybe they're ready to step in and join a program. Uh, and, uh, you know, again, that's headstrongprogram.com. And then on the social channels, uh, just simply headstrong. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you so much. Um, those were my, my main questions to learn a little bit kind of about you two, uh, the work you're doing and, and where you can see this going. So, Thank you so much. Was there anything that you would like to add, let people know about um, any resources that uh, you folks, you know, work with or just words that we can get out to the community? Well, I mean, number one, thank you. We're so grateful. And I'm sure Connie has something to say, but one of our little, little mottos is that the real lockdown is in your mind. And what we mean by that is that, you know, yes, we need to follow public health guidelines 100%, but you know, you can get sort of trapped inside your own head. Let's be honest. And that is not, ever a great place to be. And so our encouragement to people is, you know, become headstrong, right? Support your own mental health, get involved in a group, get a coach, and uh, you'll start to see a big improvement in your life. Well said, Abe. That's, that's what I would have said. <laughs> Two minds do the same. <laughs> oh, Con anything, anything, uh, Connie, before we, uh, before I kind of wrap things up, anything to add, get out to people, uh, words of wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, again, you know, any, anything that's happening right now in terms of mental health, mental illness due to COVID or not is changeable. 
And so I say we stop settling for, I guess this is just the way it is. And realize that when we come together and when there's resources like this, that change is possible and we can see a difference. Oh, Abe, Connie, thank you. I've got no other questions here. Thank you so much for uh, for your words, for your energy, for your passion towards this. Um, it, it goes a long way. And as soon as you start igniting passion in someone else and you see someone passionate about something, it, it just, it flows. And like you said, starts with one. So it'll be cool. To Thanks, see Logan. Program. And we appreciate your heart so much. Oh, really do. <laughs> thank you so much. It's great. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Logan. Thank you, Connie. Thank you, Abe. Uh, thank you to Zoom. Uh, of course, we were doing that on a Zoom call, hence the massive quality change in my voice. But highly recommend checking out Headstrong. And if it's still running at the time of your listening to this, get your tickets. Our 50-50 for mental health is supporting the Headstrong program. And until next week, it's Spotlight. Chat soon.